Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And we will do so with my man, Brady Quinn. Been talking a lot of NBA to start off the show, as we should, especially with the Suns. Especially with the Suns, the way they dominated the Lakers. No AD or AKA street clothes, as Charles Barkley likes to call them. Uh, that's that's played an issue. Uh, Jonas's Celtics went down not my in, in just a burst of flames. Well, they aren't anymore because they're not playing yeah. the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then we got Dame. Dame went off for what fifty-five points, the most three-pointers I believe in postseason NBA history. So uh, a pretty eventful night. But there's been a lot of talk too around the NFL in the offseason, Jonas. Yeah, and um, all right. This, and I don't know if this is just a, a case of, well, you know, people, uh, there were other things going on and nobody heard it when it originally happened. And so now it's, he's getting some blowback. And, but it feels like this has taken a little bit for people to react to it. I know it was a holiday weekend. I know that, uh, you know, there were some other things going on. We got NBA playoffs and, and all that stuff. But Tua Tungabailoa had um, some comments, and this is actually from last week, in which he was talking with the media and talking about his issues uh, in Miami and, you know, his rookie season didn't go maybe as planned as, as many people thought, you know, rookie growing pains and all that. But Tua spoke about not just his issues, but his issues with the playbook. Uh, this is from last week. This is what has gotten a lot of people to fire off the hot takes. Uh, here was Tua. I didn't actually know the, the playbook necessarily really, really good. And, that's on no one else's fault, you know, but my fault. Our, our play calls were simple when, when I was in, you know, I didn't have alerts and checks. Whereas now, you know, feeling more comfortable, you know, I can kind of maneuver my way, you know, through, through these things now. Again, 
I'm not. I'm not. You know, listen. Uh, that is uh, that is Roberto behind the scenes, uh, who is very upset about what happened to his Lakers and Dodgers. Uh, he's yeah, the one making yeah. the uh, the sound effects and mocking Tua, who's going through uh, some growing pains here. But um, ev- like it is each day. It's like another person discovers the sound and another person uh, reads the comments and another person has a has a comment about Tua. And some of this might be that Justin Herbert was so good and Joe Burrow was before the injury and that's who he's being compared to. But nonetheless, uh, there is some concern from some people when it comes to Tua, Brady Quinn. Yeah, and I think a bit too because a who he's going to be compared to, as you pointed out, Herbert, who really didn't have as much prep coming into the season, you know, Burrow was prepared even probably back during his meetings with the Bengals through the draft process to be the guy, right? Like, they knew they were taking him. They were already introducing the playbook to him through meetings then. And as soon as he was drafted, it was his job right away week one. You know, Herbert wasn't there week one as far as, you know, starting. It was, you know, Tyrod Taylor. And if not for him getting a punctured long week two (laughs) – you know, who knows when he would have won in. But nonetheless, he played fantastic, and both those guys set a really high bar for Tua. And the unfortunate thing for Tua is, you know, it's not his own fault, but with the way last year went for Miami with COVID, how it impacted their season, it, it moved around their bye. Tua got thrusted into starting maybe even before he was ready, and it almost seemed as if they had made their minds up before the season to put Tua in and put him in around the bye week. Like, if you recall how that season was going for the Dolphins, you know, they had just started to get some things back on track. You know, they were a 3-3 three and three football team. They built some momentum up. And then that was when they decided that, hey, we had this, you know, bye week moved up. We want to now give Tua, you know, a couple opportunities to go in there and play. Uh, or, excuse me, a couple weeks to prepare to go in there and play. And And I wouldn't say based on rookie standards he played bad. Like, he didn't statistically when you look at it um i think his transition to the nfl was going to take more than the other guys because of the way he plays but the playbook stuff that he's admitting maybe leads to some other conversations of okay why chant gailey leave you know their offensive coordinator has coached a lot of football he seemed to just say yeah i don't want any more of this if this is the direction we're going right and so now they elevate george godsey eric studisville Two assistants who have been on their staff, but they get elevated to be co-coordinators. That's good for continuity for Tua, but I'm just curious as to what made Chan Gailey say, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to move on. He's seen a lot of football. Maybe he doesn't want to be a part of something where he feels like he's set up to fail. Uh, Nonetheless, it, it, it will be a big year for Tua, a huge year for Tua and the Dolphins. And I'm not just talking because they won 10 games last year. It's because they've got no closer. They've got no reliever. They can't bring Ryan Fitzpatrick in to try to settle games at the end of a, you know, in the fourth quarter at a two-minute drive. It's now just Tua. And if things don't go well this year, they've got the draft capital to draft another first-round quarterback high in 2022's draft. And so that's where it becomes such a pivotal, prove-it year for Tua Tungavailoa. 
Yeah, I, I just and we talked about it at the time. I, I the the handling of Tua by Brian Flores, I don't get it. I, I don't know how you expect him to get better if every time he deals with adversity, you you yank him from a game. The game against Denver, uh, you know, yeah, it, he was on the road. It was against you know a tough Denver defense, and and Tua was struggling. But to me, it's those moments when you when you can learn something, like like you can you can learn and kind of grow through. I think that in any walk of life, you go through it. You get thrown into the fire. That's where you learn the, the the most out of from yourself and what's around you and going through that experience. And he pulls him from the game. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick throws the interception to ice the game in the end zone, and the and the Dolphins lose. And then the game against the Raiders. You know he gets yanked again. National TV. If not for that Arden Key face mask, you know the Dolphins aren't winning that game. So they right. give credit, like, "Oh, Flores, what what a move! He knew his team better Genius. than anybody." Yeah, it's like, dude, it was like Arden Key, like literally turned Ryan Fitzpatrick into a Pez dispenser, and that's the only reason they had an opportunity to win that game. And then I had heard, if not for Ryan Fitzpatrick being out with COVID in week 17 when the Dolphins were getting hammered, that they would have put him back in that game because Tua was struggling there as well. Like, I, I don't like if, if I, I think there's a, a major concern just from if I were Tua, I would not feel the greatest about things. And I, I don't know. These are a couple of comments. And, and maybe I'm just overthinking this. But so he talks about not really knowing the playbook. People think that that's a bad Bad look. Then you remember he had a comment last year where he said something like, I thought it would be harder. You know, he went through the first couple of games. He's like, you know, I thought it'd be more difficult than this. I, I just wonder how that sits with people there. If if they hear this stuff and they go, oh, man, like this is, uh, dude, like you, you, you don't get it yet. And maybe that's part of the reason why Brian Flores did what he did. Other than that, I can't figure it out. I don't know what the planning was. It, ju- it just seems weird to me, the entire Well, again, I, I think part of it got dealt to them. Part of it, they felt like, okay, if we're going to put it in, let's give him a couple opportunities to, to you know, prepare for this couple weeks to get the game planned out, especially if he's having issues with it. So I think that was part of the thought process. Um, and, and look, they, they wanted to play him. They wanted to see what they had. And even though maybe even admittedly now, he's basically saying, I didn't know the playbook that well. Like, I probably shouldn't have been the guy. You know, it might make more sense – given that he's admitting it, that in, in a two-minute drive, if you have to make adjustments or you have to operate efficiently, if he doesn't know the playbook well, it's probably better suited for someone like Ryan Fitzpatrick. So e- even though it wasn't in their best interest long-term, it kind of sheds some light on maybe why Brian Flores was making the decision he was or maybe even relying on Chan Gailey to say, hey, Chan, who do you want to go in and take this two-minute series? Do you want it to be Ryan, or, or do you want Ryan to go in and operate in the fourth quarter? You know, there, there's a lot of things that you go back and watch when you're it's, it's a rookie on film, and you kind of come away being like, golly, man, we left so many plays out there. We missed reads. We missed checks. We, we, we're limited in what we can do. And that's, again, going back to what I said initially with Tua, he's going to have to change his game the most of all those players. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, the other guys drafted in his class because – he was the guy that ran around a bunch and kind of had those off-script plays. And it, I'm not going to compare him to Johnny Manziel, but he's another example of a player who won a Heisman, was very successful in college. But when he got to the NFL, you're like, oh, that doesn't work. Yeah. And, and by the way, when you're undersized, which Tua, what, six foot, 215 pounds, yeah. who's been through a myriad of injuries, 
you're not going to last in the NFL that way, especially now with 17 games or 18 games as, as, as we see coming in the future. But like that's the reality of, of playing quarterback in the NFL. You have to learn to play from the pocket where you've got all these rules and things that protect you. That's what the most successful guys are able to do. And, and I don't know that he's there yet, but he's got as big of a year as any quarterback this season. As far as his evaluation and as far as if he gets to you know year three and four without having another guy who's on his roster getting ready to compete or take his job. Like that's, that's the scenario of, of Tua Tungavailoa, and it's completely different than Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Those guys both almost solidified themselves as early impression – they're getting a second contract, and they're only one year into this thing. Two, on the other hand, you know, might not even make it to the end of it as a Miami Dolphin. And then that's the scary thing, I think, for him. Um, so back when uh, Gary Kubiak was the coach of the Broncos, he, he came back after they won the Super Bowl. I think he coached one more season, and then he left and you know, cited health concerns and all that. And he had, he had, right. had issues with right. health in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I thought, and this was just you know me, conspiracy theorist, uh, when it comes to this stuff, because I think conspiracy theories are fun. All right, for people that get scared of conspiracy theories, grow a set of balls. All right, it, There's nothing wrong with thinking outside the box and having some fun. You don't have to believe him but at least be entertained by the idea all right it's, it's like it's like fiction you watch game of thrones all right this is this is the you know the, the, that stuff is out there all right just have a have a good time and have a conversation but my conspiracy theory was i think gary kubiak looked at what the broncos had at quarterback and decided i'm gonna go ahead and take a step back and I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, and any health concerns and all that stuff. He stayed with the Broncos, and then all of a sudden he ends up and he's coaching again in Minnesota. And it's like, well, right. you cited health health concerns. What was – I always felt like he was not happy with the quarterback situation after Peyton Manning decided to retire. Do you think Chan Gailey looked at this situation and looked at how it was handled last year and said, I'm done. I, I can't deal with this. Uh, potentially. I mean, the, the one difference I'd say between Chan Gailey and Gary Kubiak is, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I, I think Chan Gailey is a bit older than him. I think he's almost 70. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I don't think Gary Kubiak is that old. 70 is um, the new 30, by the way, just so you know. Right. Well, d- d- just to be exact, they're about 10 years apart. I believe Chan Gailey's 69, Gary Kubiak's 59, so they're about 10 years apart. Um, I, I think at this point in time, and Chan Gailey's probably coaching career and everything else, he's not going to step into a situation that he's not going to feel comfortable with or he's not going to be on board with. And so to answer your question, yes, I think there was a huge piece of maybe how it was handled, but then moving forward, who was going to be the guy, how it was going to work. And he probably said to himself, yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. Like I don't want to be a part of a make-or-break year kind of at that position and maybe he, you know, maybe he didn't agree with how Brian Flores was seeing it. Maybe he wanted Fitz back. You know, who who knows? But at the end of the day, in my mind, it had a hundred percent to do with what the quarterback situation was last year, then moving into this year, as far as why he's not there any longer. 
Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up next, uh, she is a show favorite, Shannon Spake. Always a good time hanging out with her here on FSR. She's here, and we have a major story in sports. we got to get her two cents on this topic because uh, there's a lot of people who are firing away the hot takes. Uh, we will get to that next here. It's Shannon Spake. Next here, uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, she is a show favorite. Uh, we had a blast hanging out with her last week. Uh, the great Shannon Spake of Fox Sports. Uh, great coverage uh, when it comes to NASCAR. You see her on the sidelines covering uh, the NFL. Uh, Shannon, Jonas, and Brady, we appreciate you hanging out with us again. Absolutely. Good morning, guys. I hope you uh, all had a um a good weekend. It was such a cool weekend for us in the NASCAR world. The Coca-Cola 600 was incredible. We had a packed house at Charlotte. If you watch the Indianapolis 500 or even a lap, which is one of my favorite races to watch, uh, it was incredible the amount of people that were there. I think 135,000 people. So I think this weekend was just obviously the, the, the theme of the weekend was sort of um, respect and support and all of, all of the things that that those have sacrificed so much, but it was great to see fans coming together in these two events uh, to be a part of this weekend. Um, Shannon, so I, I got to ask you this, and, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to piss. I don't want to piss anybody off here. I'm, I'm asking because <laughs> I, I want to know. Okay, because we, we were we were having this discussion, Brady and I, on on our Sunday night show uh, after Helio Castroneves won the uh, Indy 500, and the conversation was, do you consider race car drivers athletes and i don't know what class to put them in because i do respect what they do but you you don't compare it to to a similar athletic feat because it's the car that's doing the work for them so you're around these guys every week you see what they go through how do you classify a, a driver? It's like w- with WWE, they said a long time ago, we're not sports, we're sports entertainment. Like, how do you classify the, these drivers and, and what they have to go through from being up close and personal? Have you guys ever been on a ride around or done like a Richard Petty driving experience, anything like that in one of these cars? I wish. I, I, I've okay. never done that. No, you never give so us the invite. Right. Do it. And then we'll have like, then you can tell me that these guys are not athletes because number one, they have to manhandle those cars, particularly like with the stock cars that we race in NASCAR. They're, they're not really easy to drive. Uh, and you're manhandling these race cars for, we did 600 miles on Sunday. You're inches from the guy next to you. Uh, you are going at 
speeds up to 180 miles an hour. So there's a lot, obviously, in terms of the athlete's mind, in terms of making moves and seeing things. But physically, to be inside that race car and to stay in, like mentally sharp for 600 miles. And, and I make the argument a lot of times, like, you, you think of an offensive lineman, you know, who's 380 pounds, you think of him as an athlete, right? I mean, and the guys inside these race cars are just as athletic in terms of the new wave, obviously, of NASCAR drivers are, are very athletic. Jimmy Johnson started this, this wave of um, sort of a health kick in the NASCAR garage. These guys are doing triathlons and they're doing these 100-mile bike rides before they jump in the car and qualify. So I, I've always said, yes, there is a lot of the mental aspect, which I can understand why people say, oh, they're not athletes. But it does. It takes an incredible amount of uh, physical and mental strength to be in those cars in that time that they are. All right. Well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean say, to make and, and, and endurance. Like, that's the yeah. thing that yeah. I, 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 Shannon, I tried to say this to Jonas last week. This, I was just I, asking I, I the question. The average, I'm not I think the average heart rate of a NASCAR driver is higher than any other athlete on average because, uh, again, all the things you just mentioned. But I think if that's how you're measuring it, like, it's an endurance sport. There's a lot mm-hmm. that goes into it. It's a great team sport, too, if you look at it that way. But, that, that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that is that the case? Isn't their average heart rate higher on a consistent basis than any other athlete? I would think you would be pretty surprised if a lot of those guys were heart rate monitors, uh, Brady. And, like, Jimmy Johnson used to be in there, and his heart rate probably wouldn't go over, like, 120, 130. It was incredible for the entire time because he was so physically prepared for the race in terms of all of the – athletic endurance stuff that he does now yeah absolutely their heart rate will will get jacked right when there's a wreck or if something happens but uh but most of the time it's incredible to see these guys inside the race cars and and how prepared they are from an endurance standpoint but you guys get in the car i'm telling you it is something that i tell everybody to do because we just go around for one or two laps and you're like oh my god the G-forces that they feel in terms of uh, some of the racetracks that we go to where you can physically feel yourself pressed up against that race car. Uh, inches off the wall, decision-making at those high speeds. There's a lot that goes into it. I mean, well, Shannon, you, need to, you need to drive with Jonas first. You know, that, that's the thing. That guy drives like a race car driver, too. Okay, that's not true. I'm very, I'm, I'm very safe. And, and again, I, I wasn't asking the question to be rude. I was asking because we were having the conversation, how do you, how do you qualify a, a driver? Oh. I mean, look, you're talking to somebody who, if I have two Bud Lights and get on a beach cruiser, I'm going to tip over into bushes. So, so like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not anybody to judge. I've just always wondered. And, and I would love to go take a ride around the track uh i mean you've got connections shannon you got connections can you get brady and i to like talladega or somewhere near uh, brady's uh, mansion in fort lauderdale i mean like let's make this happen miami homestead we can go to miami next year Perfect. down there that's right talladega is my favorite racetrack so i'm all in we'll get you guys down there obviously things are opening up again but yes i'm telling you right around and you know what there's a great documentary out right now that i i actually uh text clay about it's about um, uh, the IndyCar series and Scott Dixon and all of the things that he goes through inside those race cars. And I, it's a really good watch to see sort of the world that they're in and what they have to do uh, on a weekly basis because it is incredible. It's not just – they make it look easy, guys, because every time I get one of those race cars, I'm like, I couldn't imagine doing this for 400 <laughs> laps with a guy right next to me. It's, and then they wreck, and it's just – it's incredible. Shannon Spake joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Hey, Shannon, I did want to ask you this, though. In, in, in looking at some of the recent current events, you know, one of the things Jonas and I were talking about before the show is Naomi Osaka, you know, withdrawing, mm-hmm. I believe, well, from the French Open, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And, you know, she, she cited mental health issues. At first, I think people weren't sure exactly what the situation was. Uh, maybe some of the media was upset by it, thought she was using it as an excuse. She later came out and, and really elaborated and I think kind of opened everyone's eyes to what a lot of athletes are going through. How did you kind of see some of her statement, her statements or just some of the comments that she made in regards to mental health, but also from, from the other side of it, looking at it from the media standpoint where, you know, I'm not saying it's her job to talk to the media, but there are responsibilities that come with that. And there are responsibilities too to, to growing the sport, especially when you're as talented as she is and as good as she is for her fans, et cetera. Yeah, I, I've I've watched um, you know some of the support that she's that she's received from former tennis players and current tennis players, and I think they're uh, one of the things that I that I heard was just the, these press conferences, right? And I've obviously been a part of these for so many years and watched it evolve from newspapers, the people with with editors, people that you know spot check and fact check everything. To now the world that we're in, which is blogs, right? Blogs and, and, and people kind of put stuff out there. You can say something. I, I sat in so many press conferences with Dale Earnhardt Jr., who is the sport's most popular driver. And whatever he said, no matter what it was, that was the quote that we used and we ran with it. And you were always sort of waiting for that one quote to be able to be used. And that is, I mean, that's the job of the folks that are sitting in there is, is to create uh, content based on what the, the most popular person says. And so I can, I mean, I, I can sympathize with her knowing some of those situations and knowing some of the questions that they get asked that you're like, this has nothing to do with tennis, you know? Uh, so I can sympathize with her. And obviously from a mental health standpoint, guys, I mean, uh, for her to kind of come out and, and, and give this up, you know, she is, she's making a huge decision to not be involved in, in this um, event because of her mental health. And I think that you've got to support her in this because this isn't something that's just, uh, this obviously isn't something that's been taken lightly. It's something that she's been thought of, she's thought about a lot. And, and if you look at sort of the evolution of where she came from with the Serena Williams things and all of the attention, some, some positive, but a lot negative when, that, when all that first started to happen, I just think that you really got to support her in this decision and maybe think of different ways that we can, as the media, get what we need from her without putting her in situations that make her feel uncomfortable. Do you recall a time dealing with an athlete, Shannon, in your years doing this, that, that you could tell they just aren't comfortable with this whole setup? It's not, it's not their thing. They're not, and maybe sometimes people perceive that as, as arrogance or being rude, but you got a different read. It was just somebody that wasn't comfortable in front of a mic or wasn't uncomfortable in front of a camera. Well, I mean, I covered college sports for so long. I covered college basketball, college football. And, and Brady, you know, like, I mean, you have, I mean, I know that you're like this polished, incredible um, on-air personality right now. But when you come in as a freshman and, thank, and you're Thank you, Shannon. Powered, yes, oh, you're yes, talking to Brady. Exactly. Sorry about that. Sorry, I thought you were talking to me. Sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I mean, when oh, you come man. in as a freshman, right? I mean, and, and I know that you had a lot of attention coming into Notre Dame as a freshman, so you probably did your fair share of press conferences. But that's not always the case. And some guys just aren't comfortable with it. They're like, hey, I just want to go play ball. I don't want to have to answer these questions or have a microphone in, in, in my face. And then I know you guys do this, right? Sometimes you say stuff that you're like, oh, I don't know if I should have said that. And then does that sit with some of these kids for a long period of time? Because I know if I do that, I dwell on it. And I'm a yeah. 40, 
four-year-old adults. And, uh, you know, when you think about some of these young kids who are getting ready to, I don't know, go play a big game, and they answer these questions, and then that sits with them. So I do think there's a balance because there is so much attention and so much focus put on these young athletes at such a young age. I, I Listen, I was a knucklehead at 18, 19 years old. There's no way I could have sat in, in some of these things and, and, and made a, uh, a thoughtful uh, quote or a thoughtful thought without, <laughs> you know, at, at times being just a, a dummy. And so um, – yeah, I do think that there's a lot asked of the young athletes nowadays. So let me ask you this, because I was thinking about it when I was, you know, reading the you know different articles and her response, the media's response, and I was almost like, you know, I don't know that athletes, especially younger athletes nowadays, are prepared for in-person press conferences. Like their world is basically at a young age now because all these kids get phones and or at least they have mm-hmm. some sort of online presence, whether it's on a, a computer, an iPad, a phone, whatever. And and a lot of it's not face to face anymore. And they can filter out what they don't want to see and only see what they want to see. And I almost get the sense that like part of it, too, is just like we're not preparing a younger generation of kids in general forget athletes for a second, but just kids in general, to actually have face-to-face conversations that sometimes come after adversity. Like, we're not preparing kids anymore in that way because everything is through a screen. Everything is through a filter or a lens of something else, and we don't have to deal with, like, that sometimes harsh reality of what is the truth, what is failure, what is is adversity. And I'm not necessarily saying, like, that's the case with her, but I I do wonder if there's been a buildup over time from the world that you know she was born into, from the world that a lot of kids right now are born into. I mean, you know, I've got little girls. Shannon, I know you're you're a mom. You know, Jonas just just had a little baby boy. Like, those are things I think about all the time in trying to prepare my kids for the future and understanding. Like, sometimes you got to go out there and face the music and go out there and face you know people. You know, when things don't go the way you thought they were. You know, in in some of those difficult times, are, are we failing almost the youth or kind of some of our I guess stars or athletes by not preparing them for that in the future. See, that's interesting that that the, your perspective is that way because Brady, I think a lot about like the social media stuff. I remember, you know, back in I mean, goodness, when I when I my career kind of first started in two thousand five, two thousand six, and the blogs were just starting, and you know, you'd go out and you'd have this, and and I was very green, didn't have a lot of experience, so made a lot of mistakes. But I'd come back and you'd read some of this stuff and you'd read your own press. And it would be really hard because you just spent a weekend on the road away from the kids, away from your family, working your butt off, trying to get better. And then, you know, you get like blown up in a, in a blog uh, about some of the things that you did wrong. And you're like, I, I know I did those wrong, but I don't need someone to point them out. <laughs> as I've gotten older, right, as I've gotten older, I tell kids all the time, like, if you're going to read the good stuff, you have to be prepared for the bad stuff. But that's the stuff that I would like to protect my kids from. My kids want a YouTube channel, but I'm scared that they're going to go on. And it, it's such a um, I need I need likes. I need I need likes. I want people right. to like me. And, and this is how I see it. In terms of like the face-to-face stuff, and I will tell you, to get back to NASCAR, I really feel like they do it so well because these young drivers, and some of them are 18 or 19 years old when they're coming into the sport, they are a face of, they're, they're the face of their sponsors. They're essentially uh, the spokesperson for a multi-million dollar corporation, whether it be Lowe's or Pepsi or whatever it may be. 
And so we, the driver goes through really strict media training to learn how to deal with these situations, to learn how to get their message across, to learn what they need to say or how to say it. And, uh, and so in that world, you do see that a lot. And I think that that's incredibly valuable for some of these young athletes that are coming into this world that just aren't ready for the amount of attention, especially in the world that we live in with Twitter and social media, and anyone can say anything. And you guys know there could be 50 positive uh, <laughs> comments. What's the one that sticks with you? It's the egg from wherever that says, you know, you, you look this way or you said this <laughs> silly. That's the one that sticks with you, not the, yeah. not the positive one. That's human so it's nature. It's a very different world that we live in, you know? That's human nature. That, that's a great yeah, quote. Absolutely. By the way, YouTube TV, uh, I don't know if, if you have to buy a subscription to, like, avoid the commercials or stuff. We're way too cheap in our household to do that. But there are some really weird commercials that come on out of nowhere. Like, you will be watching something for our 15-month-old. It'll be on. Next thing you know, some goofy – I don't know. It's a weird deal. They need to figure out how to filter out some of those odd commercials to get thrown in there. <laughs> what, where did that I'm come from? Saying. That was like squirrel. That was like squirrel. <laughs> Like no, I mean, like, I was like, thinking when you said it, I was like, oh, we just went through this yesterday. And I was like, what is this commercial? Who is this guy? I was like, I don't want this. I don't want my 15-month-old daughter being introduced to this guy and whatever he's trying to sell. I'm just saying they need to figure that out. All right. That, that, that's a real concern of mine right now. So, Brady Jonas, I've got a really funny story for you. So um, I've known Brady for a long time. Uh, as I mentioned, I was a big Notre Dame fan. My son is named Brady, and we named him Brady because he's, it's a family name. My grandmother's maiden name was Brady. But when people ask, they're always like, oh, did you name him after, you know, Tom Brady? And I always used to joke and say, no, I named him after Brady Quinn. As like a funny <laughs> joke, right? So we oh, have like an yeah. end of the year. So check this out, Brady. So we have like an end of the year. We have a bunch of kids over to swim in the pool last week with my kids. And one of the kids' name was Brady. And so I said to the mom, I go, hey, so how did you, you know, where did you come up with the name Brady? Uh, and she goes, I actually named him after Brady Quinn. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> huge, huge Notre Dame oh, fan. Man. And I was like, oh, my God, we'll have to take a picture of the two Bradys and send it to Brady. Oh, yeah. Well, Shannon, so, yeah. I'm glad hers is at least legitimate, whereas yours is just a joke. I mean, thanks for that, Shannon. Jeez. <laughs> you know, well, it, I mean, I could have gone with any Brady, and I went with you. Yeah, That's it's true. Uh, that is yeah, true. Listen, it is. Uh, I mean, Brady Quinn, he's a hero to all. I, everybody wants, uh, wants yeah, a little piece of Brady. I, hate you. I mean, this, I I'm hate just you. saying, like, this is, uh, this is what you do. You, do, you work with a celebrity. This is what happens. Uh, Shannon, we, uh, we always appreciate it. Get her on Twitter, at Shannon Spake. Uh, always a good time, and hopefully we can do it again soon. Thanks, Shannon. All right, you guys. Have a good day. She's the best. Uh, thanks, Shannon. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio. How about you, man? Did she convince you though, as far as the uh, drivers? Being yeah, athletes? I, I just, I just think it's a, it's a, it's a weird classification because you can understand why people would be. I just, I don't know okay, how. Okay, let feel me ask you this. It. Yeah. What about like the rodeo? You know, what about the rodeo? Like, are those guys athletes or not? Because the horse is doing well, a lot of the work; right. they're just hanging on, kind of right. All right, which, which guys? The guys riding the bulls or the morons dressed, uh, uh, dressed as payasos that are getting gored? Uh, Why would those guys guys? be a part of the conversation? Well, I mean, because they're part of the rodeo. I mean, you know, a band isn't always about the front man. A band's not always about the front man. What about the the clowns that are running around? Those Okay, jockeys. Are jockeys athletes? Absolutely not. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anybody, anybody that could take a nap in an ice cube tray doesn't qualify as an athlete. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It just. I, I, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't get into it. That is so wrong in what? so many ways. That is so wrong in so many ways. It's, oh. a, it's like a garden gnome riding around on a, on a wild <laughs> animal. Like, what do you want from me? Uh, all right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas, why do you team me up with this stuff? You know what I'm going to do, and, and, and I, I you know not. I can't resist. I was trying to point out, like, all a right. similar comparison of something else is doing, like, the bulk of the work, but they're guiding it, or they're, you know, they're a part of it, and it's strenuous, but... It's something else is doing the bulk of the work, like the car, the horse in this case. You're the one that took it into an ice cube tray. Okay, got, I, 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 I did not lead you there. I've got a thermos bigger than the guy that won the Kentucky Derby. Okay, like I, I, it, it shouldn't even be part of the conversation. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free 
free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so, Brady Quinn, you were uh, bloviating about a big day in the world of college football. And um, I was thinking to myself, well, what is he talking about? Is he talking about the Hawaii-UCLA matchup on uh, August 28, uh, the opening weekend of college football? I mean, it seems like it's several months away, two months plus. I mean, what are you actually getting at? But it was the return of recruiting, now, I thought recruiting was always here, but this year it's got a little bit of a twist to it. Not like this, okay? You have to remember there was kind of a dead period in regards to you know kids being able to come on college campuses. The NCAA was doing this due to COVID restrictions, right? They, they didn't want anyone to have an unlevel playing field in recruiting, so you shut it all down. You have this dead period for 14 and a half months because obviously – you know, things differ state to state as far as how campuses are open, whether they're not. So June 1st, so this past Tuesday, the recruiting period, the dead period had ended. And what it allowed for now is players who have, have maybe been recruited from afar through Zoom meetings for the past 10 months, they get to come on campus. And so you might as well open up the floodgates. You're going to be getting fed with a fire hose. That's what it's going to be like for your alma mater, for all these college schools. But there's some other nuances that are kind of new to it as well. Well, okay, so what, what is the – now, when you mean the, the you know, open the floodgates, all of these recruits that have been waiting around to have some sort of an in-person contact, they're all just going to, you know, just walk onto campus and we're going to get after it a little yeah. bit? I mean, okay, so how well, – now? So, so here's why you can have such a huge number. I mean, one, at this point in time, you know, you're not having players necessarily take – 
official visits. And that's where they're going to pay for you, your parents, um, you know, a place for you to stay, a hotel. You'll have dinners and all these different perks that go along with it. Now, you're limited to only five as a recruit. Now, unofficial visits, that's unlimited. You can take as many of those as you want. Now, the only thing is, is your parents or you have to pay for that trip. Now, the caveat is this. If the head coach happens to be within a mile of campus, if his home happens to be a mile of campus, and this is kind of a loophole that not a lot of people know about, you can then have the recruit over and you can have the parents over no to feed them way. at that head coach's house. So like Eli Drinkwitz, for example, who took over at Missouri, when he went looking for a home, you better believe that he knew it was <laughs> no within a mile way. of campus. Mac Brown at North Carolina. He couldn't do that when he was at Texas, but at North Carolina, it's within a mile. So he can host them, have them over, and take care of them while they're there. And the last thing is that's different. And this is where we would talk about all these things happening in college sports right now. Name, image, and likeliness. Bernie Sanders has a bill to try to get players you know, paid as employees. There's all these things going on. The transfer portal, it's basically like free agency. You know, They've got now, the coaches do, the ability to have IPAs, which is an individual player assessment. Oh. They can work these kids out now. So when they come to visit, now they can't work out with other players, but much like a tryout, much like what you do in the NFL level, the coaches can come watch these kids move around, go through drills, throw to a stationary object, and evaluate them. And so that's why I say this is going to be the craziest June, July of recruiting in college sports that we have ever seen. Oh, man. And, and if, you know, if you've got any dirt on another program, you're bringing it all out, right? I mean, it's of course. all coming and, and, out. And probably yes. if you're the head coach in your own, in your own home, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. I, I yeah. didn't know that that was a real thing. Within a mile, you can have a, a within a mile, over. within wow. a mile. Pretty crazy, that? right? You know, that, maybe that's why you've never had me over because I don't live within a mile of you. Because I'm I'm not I'm not behind the gates like you are. Maybe well, I've got a re- I've got a restraining order on you. That's why. Thank you very much. Yeah. Good friend there, Brady Quinn. Another hour to play with here on FSR. Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!